welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. I know we're not halfway through the year just yet, but given that there were a fair few changes to the show at the beginning of this year, it felt like a good time to check in and see what you think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even though the beginning of July is technically the halfway point of the year, something about hitting June and that first J summer month makes me reflect on the year so far. Please tell me I'm not alone with this. Maybe I'm just a little bit wonky and start to reflect too early. But I always, when when I hit June, it feels like a bit of a landmark. And that landmark does make me think, hmm, look at what we've done so far. And I'll also add here that May is my favourite month. And I want to say that because I feel as though it's the forgotten month. And I was saying to my family at the weekend how May seems to always creep up on us. And yet it's the month where the nights get longer. Like the change in the time of sunset and sunrise is the biggest, like the progression. So you get these really beautiful early, early mornings. I think I woke up the other morning at four o'clock and it was light-ish. And then the nights are so long and it's more than any other month that this happens. And there's something so beautiful about it because it's getting longer. The days are getting longer and yet it's so easy to miss. And then it's June and you expect it to be warm. You expect it to be sunny and you expect it to be light for longer in the day. You expect there to be flowers. You expect to not have to wear a jumper when you go out. But May is when all of those changes are really happening and really taking root by June it's all been and gone so anyway that's my sort of long-winded way of saying that every year I try to make a point of enjoying May Uh, that's why I did a pot a day in May a couple of years ago what was it 2019 just so that I marked the month in somehow whatever way feels appropriate this year I was really mindful to get out and go walking and it's been so interesting just seeing how the landscape has obviously been, it's been very, very cold. The winter seemed to go on for much longer than usual. And just to see the parks where I walk just really blossom. I actually took a picture. There's um, a cherry blossom tree in the park near where I live. And it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful, beautiful tree. But cherry blossom has a very short uh, lifespan, if you like. And if you listen to the podcast at the beginning, beginning of this year or at the end of last year with Vicky Sai from Tatcha she talked about cherry blossom and that became a little bit of a shorthand between me and my producer Will because she told that story so beautifully we were so transfixed and I was in the park and I took a picture of the cherry blossom tree and I just sent it to her in text and said look what I've seen today 
and uh, she wasn't able to get to Japan to see the cherry blossom season this year so she was very grateful anyway it's things like that that I try to take note of in May and just be aware of all the lovely changes that are happening that yes once they arrive it's glorious but actually as they're happening it's really beautiful to observe okay (laughs) that's my love affair with May over but then there's everything that has been slowly but surely changing on the podcast well it's just a slightly different format to be fair which allows us to really get to know our guests rather than just get to hear what they are selling because that maybe it was a seven year itch but unfortunately that was what the experience had begun to feel like for me because with the growing popularity of podcasts as a platform I had really noticed that a lot of the conversations were were becoming quite one-sided and as an interviewer I was having to do a lot of heavy lifting to get some guests not all but some guests to actually open up and not just go into the same pattern that they churned out on a dozen other shows and I went away and thought long and hard about it. I thought the only way I can really steer this ship without doing that is to have something of a format in place, which is why we enter every conversation with risk. And that was by going back through old episodes and looking at the ones that I really enjoyed. And in every single one of those episodes, there had always been a story about how taking a chance, taking a risk, having something to lose was kind of a real uh, catalyst, a real moment in my guests' lives. And I thought, okay, well, let's try and find that with every guest. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm learning so much from people. But I did get a really interesting message this week from someone on Instagram saying that they really like the new format. They really like entering someone's life story through risk and then uh, how vulnerable a lot of the guests have been so far. But they did say that they're missing hearing about what I'm doing. And they specifically referenced 26 Habits and how my lifestyle habits have changed around fitness and diet, as well as how I've maintained the changes that led me to losing and maintaining a weight loss. And actually, something they alluded to was that was always how you seem to choose your guests based on the changes that you were making. And so your curiosity and the way that you would chat to your guests was really authentic. But again, I think just the crowded podcast place, it's harder to get certain people who perhaps I might have been able to get in the past. All of those sorts of things have led to me thinking, let's put a format in place. And so I wanted to ask what you would like to hear about from me. And actually, weight loss is the thing that people message me about a lot. Weight loss and hair loss, all the losses are the things that people... um, really want me to elaborate on and I would be very happy to do so and actually the weight loss thing is something that I wanted to talk to you guys about because social media can be quite a difficult place to talk about that this seems a lot safer um because I need to be honest about it because a few people have messaged me recently and have innocently observed that it appears as though I have lost more weight and I have I intended to and this was because, and again, I've alluded to it a little bit on shows, but I'm, I'm quite good at sort of hinting, but not actually saying things definitively. But it was because in my recovery from binge eating disorder, I had backtracked, I'd slipped a little bit and I was gaining weight, albeit very slowly, but I was struggling to, and I've spoken about this before, I was struggling to say, okay, I've had a bad day or whatever, whatever vocabulary feels appropriate to you. I now need to get back to what I know. I was finding it very, very hard to get back to the good habits that I had learned and enforced, not even enforced because it just became part of me, but I had begun to slip. And every time I had tried to think, okay, I'll get back on track. I had fallen off track and 
it had started to really worry me. So I, I gave it a bit of attention. So when I first lost weight in 2020, 2019, 2020, I lost 30 pounds. And I was really relieved to hit that target, <laughs> to be honest. I got on the scales on that first day and was like, oh, oh, okay. I don't, I don't like that number. I don't, I don't want that. Um, and then I put in consistent effort and I lost 30 pounds. And once I hit that 30 pound landmark, if you like, I relaxed and I didn't try to lose any more because I felt quite comfortable and I felt like, well, that's, this is, this is a, I'm really happy with this. this. This feels good. And I remember going for a walk with Emma Story Gordon, my coach, who's been on the podcast, um, probably about a year ago and saying, look, I would like to lose another five to 10 pounds, but I mean, it's not happening with the stuff that I'm doing. So this is obviously where I've plateaued and I'm happy here. Um, and I don't want to put in the extra effort that would be required. I be more restrictive or go harder in the gym, work out more because then I could fall into some bad habits or fall into overdoing it. And then I could lose my grip on that. So I just, I'm happy where I am. Anyway, I had a bit of a reality check and a pep talk with myself and I decided that I did want to do it. And the idea that I couldn't having already lost the 30 pounds was kind of coconut. So I was like, right, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be really sensible about that. And I did a lot of research. I was like, what's really missing here? And in terms of eating, I had started to really want to uh, have the small satisfaction, have the instant satisfaction of like crunch. And so I had sort of uh, fallen back into allowing myself to eat certain things that I know aren't satisfying, make me crave more food and mean that I end up overall over the course of a week eating more than I would like to for the weight that I wanted to maintain and so I switched the way that I was eating to volume eating and I'm really happy to go into that in an episode of the podcast if you want me to but that is how I have been able to make the changes that I've made and lose another 10 pounds which and I would like to maintain this weight loss thank you very much anyway that was a bit of a detour because that's something that um quite a few people have messaged me about recently because the majority of messages on Instagram which is where most of my uh feedback tends to be um the Facebook group has been really quiet and I need to do something about that because I've been really bad at posting I've left it all up to you guys so I need to be far more proactive and I will be I promise but the messages on Instagram is where I've been getting most of the questions or most of the observations and they've been mostly honestly like pretty nice pretty um benign like nothing in it other than just oh emma look but but a couple of them have been a little bit jarring but i've always just said that's the nature of being online and someone saying you've lost too much weight and your face looks old or when you do your press-ups it looks like you've got an udder like that's just part of the deal of putting part of yourself online i suppose but a couple of people have said that they um that I'm on Ozempic and I should be honest about it. Now, if you don't know what Ozempic is, it's one name for the drug that is, I mean, you must, you must have heard about it, but not that you must have heard about it, but uh, it has been making headlines recently because it is essentially a weight loss drug. And it has been reported that a lot of uh, famous people are on it. So if you have seen anybody in the public eye who has previously perhaps been heavier, who has suddenly lost weight, a lot of people are saying that they will be on Ozempic. Whether they are or not, we don't know. But it's actually a, a drug designed to help diabetic patients struggling with obesity. And it has a number of functions. Again, we can do an episode on this if you would like to, I can talk to you about this. But I've done some research into it. I have 
uh, read up on it because it, it's a very interesting subject matter, a weight loss drug. But it is, um, it's not something I would ever dabble with. Um, I don't need it. I am not diabetic. I am not um, at a weight that is something that impacts my health or life negatively. And uh, there are people who need it and they need it for various reasons. So I am not on Ozempic. And I want to clarify that I am not taking any pharmaceutical in order to assist with weight loss. I have made lifestyle changes. And I think if you've been with the show long enough, you'll know that that's the kind of thing that I do. Um, I am somebody who has previously been very keen to find a shortcut, has been desperate for a magic bullet that would fix all my woes. But if there's one thing I've learned, and hopefully if there's one thing I've tried to communicate through whether it's every episode of the podcast or in any of these sorts of more personal chats that we have, it's that it's about consistent effort over time equals results. And so it's just, it's not just that I wouldn't take Ozempic based on having done my research. It's just, it's just not really in line with anything that I've ever presented before. And uh, as much as I've looked into it, it just isn't something that I would take because fundamentally it would switch off my hunger that's not what it fundamentally does because I'm not I'm not giving you the medical stuff here but essentially it's I've watched people particularly on TikTok lots of people who are taking it are talking are basically doing their diaries of what it's like to take it and every single one says it just kills my appetite I'm just not hungry and that's what I feel I've been able to achieve with volume eating and so why would I take a pharmaceutical when I can do that with a balanced diet essentially so for clarification, I am not on any kind of weight loss drugs, azempic, semaglutide, whatever you want to call it, or whatever the, the pharmaceutical companies call it. It is not my bag. Anyway, all this is to say that I did think about this one listener's email and realized that perhaps we should get back to doing some projects together, or perhaps uh, I should go into greater detail about what I'm up to. 26 Habits was really popular. I tried to do it again last year, but um, it I wasn't sure it was really hitting the mark, so I I didn't do it but then press ups for example on instagram did really really well so perhaps i just need to have more contact with you and find out what you would like to see or if you listen to this podcast you think actually i want to know about volume eating i want to know about what you did what changes you made um or anything else because i was talking to someone again the other day about all of the things that i've been really honest about on the podcast but i don't hammer i don't sort of hammer them home i don't over egg it I hope so when the podcast started I was really struggling with my mental health I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and I really did have a breakdown and I had to piece myself back together from that and I've made a lot of progress and I don't reference the darkest days because I feel like one of the things that is really good is to show that it doesn't these things don't define you but then someone said but because it's like it's so far in your past that people wouldn't necessarily know and that means that you're not necessarily being helpful to people who might actually really identify with your story so there's lots of things like that that have just cropped up in conversation recently and the only way I'm going to find out whether it's um, worth bringing to the podcast is if you let me know so if you would like me to talk about anything 
that perhaps I've referenced before and you'd like me to talk about it again, then please do email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or please let's get active in that Facebook group. I've been rubbish, so I will commit to uh, posting in that far more regularly so that I can get a better steer of what the, what you want because the people in the Facebook group are the OGs. You're the OG listeners who are so supportive and tune in every week and I appreciate that so much. So if you would like to talk to me, but also gather opinions of other listeners, then that's definitely the place to do it. But you can also DM me on Instagram. That's also cool as well. Um, I would love to hear from you. That's it for bullet points. As you can probably tell, there's actually quite a lot to unpack here, but I didn't want to go into something too uh, verbose about it. I just wanted to get a steer. And also, I just have to be really honest, it's, it is the last day of May. This is going to go live on the 1st of June the first summer J month. But May has been bonkers because in the UK, we've had three bank holidays, which means we've had three, four day, no, four, four day weeks because of the coronation. I think we had Monday to Thursday, then Tuesday to Friday. So we've had a, basically, it's been a lot of back to back, like cramming as much as you can in to a shorter week. And so uh, on the 31st of May, you find me a little bit tired and rough around the edges. So um, I wanted to chat to you about this and uh, I would love to know what you think. Please don't hesitate to get in touch with me, whether it's the Facebook group, whether it's email, thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or whether it's my DMs on Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. I've been really deliberately creating far more videos. So I posted a video last night about how much I love Ted Lasso. I've been doing more makeup reviews. Um, I did a, a dupes video um, for some makeup stuff. And so the more that you engage with that, the more I want to lean into that. So I want to do more fashion. I did a fashion thing about what I wore on my um, long haul flight to LA recently. And a lot of people really enjoyed that. So if that's the kind of thing you want to see from me more, that is what I will do. But also we have this really special place here, you and I, where we can chat about things in detail. So if you have anything that you want me to talk about in depth about me or anything else then you know that all you have to do is ask so don't be shy about clicking those links in the show notes and getting in touch thank you so much for listening i can't wait to hear from you i cannot wait to hear what you've got to say i shall see you on the next one are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns